The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is our the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was the 12th Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Genesis chapter 15, verses 1 to 3. After this, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Do not be afraid, Abram, I am your shield, your very great reward. But Abram said, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless? And the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. And Abram said, You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. My dear friends in Christ, when the Lord called Abraham to be the father of his chosen people, at that point in time, Abraham was 75 years old and Sarah, his wife, was 65 years old. And at that point, they both knew that they were unable to have children. But yet what had happened is that God had said to Abraham that he was going to make of Abraham a great nation and that the Savior would come through his and Sarah's descendant. And humanly speaking, what God had said to Abraham was something that was totally impossible. Yet even under those circumstances, Abraham and Sarah, they believed all things are possible for God. He could and he would fulfill his promise. He would take care of things. But then after they reached Palestine and settled there as nomads in the land, of course, but as they did that, they were strangers in a strange land. And what ended up happening, of course, remember there was the split between Abraham and his nephew Lot who would come, would, would come with him. But because of that split, what happened is that there were kings in the land who captured Lot and others. And what Abraham had to do is he had to gather together 318 of his servants to form an army to rescue his nephew and others from the hands of those kings. After Abraham had rescued Lot, well, the Lord appeared to Abraham in our reading to say to him, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield. And Abraham at that point in time, he really could have feared that those four kings who had abducted Lot and those others that Abraham had fought against, he could have been afraid that those four kings would have ended up retaliating against him. That could have made him afraid, but that didn't make him afraid. What made him well, maybe the word afraid isn't the right word. What made him concerned was the fact that he and Sarah were still childless. His childless state, that concerned him. He said to the Lord, O sovereign Lord, what can you give me since I remain childless 
and the one who will inherit my estate is Eliezer of Damascus. You have given me no children, so a servant in my household will be my heir. Abraham was afraid or concerned he wouldn't have a son that what God would have to do is he trusted that God would fulfill his promise and keep his promise, but he wondered if God was going to keep his promise to him not through a son born to Abraham and Sarah, but through Eliezer, his chief servant. And just the reminder that back in those days, if someone who was wealthy like Abraham couldn't have an heir, well, the chief servant may be the person who was called upon to carry on the family name and carry on the, the family itself amongst other people like that. But God said to Abraham here, don't be afraid. I'll protect you. I'll take care of everything. Nothing for you to be concerned about. And now see, it's important for us, well, like Abraham, to believe that our Lord will protect us and take care of us. Our Lord protects us. It's important to believe that. There's an old Arab tale that talks about a character named Pestilence. And Pestilence, he overtook a caravan that was on its way to Baghdad. And the chieftain of that caravan said to Pestilence, what are you going to do in Baghdad? And Pestilence replied to that, I shall claim 5,000 lives. And actually at that time, 50,000 ended up dying. So later on when the chieftain met Pestilence again, the chieftain said to Pestilence, you said you would only take 5,000 lives. And Pestilence responded, I kept my word. I took only 5,000. The other 45,000 died of fear. The point of that illustration is that we'll want to trust in our Lord to protect us. There's no reason for us to fear, and our fears could cause us all kinds of troubles. Well, just as it kind of did for Baghdad in that, in that story. But God will take care of us. Our Lord will protect us. We have his promise. He has said to us, Have I not commanded you? Do not be terrified, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So why should we be afraid? Unless we were to be rebelling against God, then we'd have reason to be afraid. But our Lord protects us. As the Lord said to Abraham here, so also he says to you and to me and to all of his believing children, do not be afraid, I am your shield. He protects us body and soul. So nothing can really hurt or harm us. And of course, nothing can really hurt and harm us because, well, think about what our Heavenly Father has done for us. He's given us our Savior. He's given us Jesus. We have Jesus who lived and died for us and paid for all of our sins 
so that we through faith in him can be absolutely sure of our eternal home of going to heaven our Lord protects us Abraham trusted in the Lord's protection and our Lord he protects us as well do not be afraid he is your shield amen let's pray Lord God, Heavenly Father, help us like Abram to trust that you are our shield, that you have and will protect us so that nothing can really hurt or harm us, that your son suffered and died for us and rose from the dead is your proof that we don't have to be afraid. Thank you, dear Lord Jesus. We pray in your name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.